Yo, yo, yo. Yo, the Detroit Lions season podcast, man. This is another edition. Brother, brother, man. So, you know, Brad Holmes got on the stage today. He did his uh, presser. Um, I know you didn't catch all of it. Yeah. For the few. I watched it all. Yeah, I what I watched the uh I said uh I skipped uh Martha and um it was Martha Ford and uh what's his name? No, no, uh, it was Sheila. Yeah, my bad. Sheila Ford and uh, her buddy, I didn't I I skipped straight past them. So I seen the beginning of what he was talking about and then I seen the very ending of it. Yeah, it was, to me it was, even with uh with Brad Holmes, it was a lot of stuff that was BS. I actually was just trying to check in to see about the roster and Matthew Stafford and coaching. And the whole thing, yo, the crazy part, I still don't know what was said because they brought somebody asked a great question. Somebody yeah. was just like, yo, did the GM have any, did Holmes have any partake in the uh, coaching hire? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. And Good I questions. don't, great question, but I don't know what was, and somebody like, Sheila said something, but. She kind of didn't even say it directly, and I, oh, um, I missed it. I for, uh, now I don't I, I, don't quote me on the whole thing, but I I do remember after seeing I seen a tweet, and it was from one of the Detroit Lions podcasters. I mean, uh, beat writers, and it said, "Oh shit, I thought that dog about to beat my ass." All right, um, we can cut that out. We but, out here in the field, man. We yeah, out we, here in the field, man. Yeah, we're taking a nice little jog around, you know. But um, yeah, I did see a tweet. Um, and she said, uh, he had, they, I guess they asked that question and they said he did talk to a few, uh, head coaching candidates, but I think that was pretty much like one of those, like, just kind of like bullshit answers, you know? Um, yeah. It was like, more or less, it was like, she was like, we asked the GMs. Would they like to, which coaches they would like to be with? And we tried to, yeah, and we tried to, yeah, and they, they, you know what? They went about this thing really clean as far as trying to be politically correct and not make it seem like what everybody already already knew. Seemed like to me, they, they tried, they started off and they tried to make it seem like he, like he had something to do with Brad Holmes being picked. No, for the fans that's wondering out there, he had nothing to do with Brent, um, uh, Dan Campbell, I'm sorry. Uh, he had nothing to do with Dan Campbell being picked. You know, that was not. I don't know. I don't know. I disagree because I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I, I'm telling you. I think he had everything to do with Dan Campbell. I don't think so. Because um, I don't think he was their, I don't think Dan Campbell was their first, they first guy. Who do you think was their first guy? Um... It's it's hard to say. I, I would definitely think that Selah was somewhere well, in there. Well, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. This is the yep. real money making question. Oh yeah, oh yeah. From 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 the interview, the presser, knowing Sheila, knowing Rob Will, why do you think they chose this guy? Uh, why do they think they chose um, Holmes? Yeah, this, that's the million dollar question. Um, now that we didn't see this pressure, we've seen how he talked, we've seen what he's about. Why do you think they chose him? I think they chose him. Main reason I think they chose him is because of his record with drafting. And I think that was a main – I think, of course, they wanted a guy to be able to come in and work with people and, you know, all the qualities that a good GM should have. But I think they definitely – they keyed in. Because, honestly, if, you, if, if I'm being honest, I don't think he was ready to be a GM at the moment. But I think what they did was they said this guy can really draft – we suck at drafting. We've sucked at drafting for so many years. We don't want to. We don't want to risk bringing in somebody who has all the good qualities, like uh, maybe a Matt Millen. You there? Right. We, yeah, I thought you, I thought you blanked out. My bad. But yeah, we don't want to risk bringing in somebody that has all the good qualities, like Matt Millen, but can't draft. So I think they took this guy. They zeroed in on his drafting ability, and they said, "Well, we're going to simplify." this position for you. So basically all he has to worry about is drafting players and getting in in free agency. Um, the other guy, what's his name? Mike Disner. Yeah. He's going to be in charge of, you know, team scheduling and, you know, vitamins and nutrients and, you know, <laughs> workout plans and all that stuff. But this guy is going to, he's going to be responsible for the draft, making sure we're not out there drafting 
uh, cornerback at three. <laughs> and I think I'm not worried about any draft situations no more. I think, but. Yeah, I think that's what they really like. And that's why I said I'm behind him so far in whatever it is he wants to do. Of course, I have – of course, everybody got their way that they want to go about it. But I'm behind him in whatever he wants to do with the draft and free agents. When I when I when I ask myself that question, because I'm watching an interview with the presser, and I'm just like, "Oh, I see. I'm starting to see why they why they hired him, right?" And he, he's also and, and then you know also he got some intangibles. He's well spoken. Um, he's he's educated. Uh, he's confident. Um, and I think that they liked whatever his plan was. I think he didn't. Of course, he didn't reveal it. Um, I want to know the plan. You know. Uh, I begin tired of hearing all of the politically correct, especially from the Lions. I want to hear, I want to hear what's going down. Like, tell me what's up, you know. And I think that will work better with the fans, you know. But I want to know what his plan was. They said he came in and he was, he had a really well thought out answers. Um, he had a he had a uh, a plan for going about fixing the team and getting the team in preparation for contention. And supposedly they liked it. Um, and supposedly it's bold. He said that the team, just in general, uh, he wants to make bolder moves. So I don't know if that means maybe trading up in the draft to get some guys, trading back in the draft to acquire picks, um, going out in free agency and, and necessarily zeroing in on the top guy and actually bringing him in. You know, I think it's a few times that Bob Quinn and I th- he said it, you know, they zeroed in on some guys, but guys didn't want to come. You know, they couldn't they couldn't close the deal. He had a really hard time with that. My thing, like I, when I watched this interview just now, well, a couple hours ago. Yep. First thing I said was Ed Dobbs would have been better. Yeah, I, I still. But I, and and. But let me finish. Let me finish. The reason why I say A. Dobbs would have been better is because we needed a general in the front office. On the flip side, though, I understand why they did what they did. Because they're pretty much letting us know Chris Spielman is that general in the Chris office. Chris Spielman, if you don't know, and they keep they keep throwing it out there. Chris Spielman is just uh, he's just an assistant to us. To listen, Chris Spielman is running that show. If Chris Billman say it ain't going to happen, then damn it, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> he the man in charge in that building. He's a foot. They, they you put, could, and with that said, you couldn't have had him and Ed Dobbs in his set. It wouldn't have worked. Yeah, because he, listen, Ed Dobbs, he wants control. And, and see, this is, this is the thing, too. And I want the fans to pay attention now. Don't, I don't want y'all to just, when y'all be reading these tweets, just to let it go over y'all head, right? There was the rumors out there that Chris Spielman being involved with every every single decision was scaring GM candidates away. Ed Dodds probably was one of them dudes like, look, when I come in, this is mine. Like, y'all don't, you don't, this is, I want to, I'm going to take care of this. I don't want yeah, y'all to. Ed Dobbs, Ed Dobbs would have said, hey, I'm coming in. I'm I'm the Chris Billman. I'm, I'm yep. bringing I'm bringing in somebody to do yep. the numbers. I'm, doing, I'm bringing somebody yep. that's going to do the draft. You see, they I'm, they want they guy, right? They want the guy that they got because they know, you know, they they know. Listen, this guy's not going to spend. You know, he he's not going to spend this certain amount of money. We're not going to. So I, I'm already knowing. I definitely think he's going to be able to draft whoever he wants, sign whoever he wants in free agency, but he doesn't have full control in that building. If you don't know that, then you don't have full control. No, I, that's why I disagree, though. Because I don't want to go to the extreme and say he doesn't have full control. I think he's a smart enough brother to where he can manipulate himself to have full control. See, the thing is, a lot of times, man, that's the thing when you start getting older, you realize you ain't got to always poke your chest out to say you the, the toughest man in the room. You Never. No, nah, you don't have to. You don't have to do that. If you're smart enough, all you got to do is just sit back and watch everything play out and just be like, let your intelligence t- take part in that. You see what I'm saying? That's true. And from what I, and from what I got from, from old boy was like, yo, 
he gonna really make these people stick their chest out. Cause Ed Dodge couldn't. If Ed Dodge, see, here's the thing that scared the Lions with with guys like Ed Dodge, Bob Quinn, and you know what? And you know how somebody I picked up on certain on certain verbiage that was used from um, Sheila and Rod Wood, and they was taking uh, subtile jabs at uh, Bob Quinn and that mm. staff. Mm. The ego, they kept talking about the ego. Ah. So, oh, because, that, oh, you know what? Because that was the, that was the narrative in Detroit, smartest man in the room uh, syndrome. So they, they always said that Bob Quinn was acting like he was the smartest guy in the room. Matt the Patricia always, yeah, always acted like he was the smartest man in the room. And I right. guess they was trying to say, hey, we're done with that whole thing is out. That whole it's thing out. is done. It's out the park. Okay. We gave him, we gave him their response. And that was a jab at them. I picked up on it because that's just what I do. I like, you know, I like little shit like that. I like picking up on stuff like that. But yeah, that was a jab at Bob Quinn. Right. Ego stuff. And, 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 and that's what might have swayed them away from a guy like Ed Dobbs. Yeah. Because he, he ain't going to let them be in control of him. Because let me ask you a question. Um, because, you know, I, I personally do think, I think that uh, Holmes, he has some control in that building. I don't think he has full control. Holmes has, Holmes got full control. You think so? You know, so you, let, yeah, me, let me, let me ask I'm looking, you. I'm, I'm looking at all of them. Let me ask none you. Of the, none, of, none of them is smarter than him. Let me ask you this. If he say something and Chris Spielman say something, who do you think the fours are siding with? What you mean? What's that something though? So it could, that that could that's so a say, lot of say 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 it's a move. Okay, we we. I mean, I don't want this to. I mean, but this is just the most logical one. Say, say, Holmes is is in favor of trading away Stafford, getting this um, getting a package. You know, somebody presented a good package for Stafford. Holmes says, you know what? This is the route we're gonna take. We're gonna take this package, and we're gonna continue to build through this. Uh, Chris Spielman say, nah, we should keep Stafford. Keep Stafford these however long, and we'll just keep building how we've been building through free agency and the draft. Who you think the Fords going to side with? Spielman. I, I, think, I think more so that's what it comes down to, who has the power in that building. But, I, but here's the thing. Nobody ever was going to have that power. And Dodge wasn't even going to have it. Let's just say, let's just say everybody dropped out from the GM candidate, like all the candidates dropped out, and the only guy that was left was Ed Dodd. He take that job. He still doesn't have that. But that's why I don't think he was gonna. He wouldn't. I don't think even if he was the only guy on their board, and they said, "Hey, listen, we want you to have this job," and then they kind of, he kind of found out how to. To be honest, to be honest with you, and I know a lot of bad talk about Bob Quinn a lot, but to be honest with you. That was Bob Quinn's biggest mistake when he took that job. For him to have an ego, yeah. for him to be a smart guy like yeah. that, and to be he so have, he he didn't have full control over the Lions. Where it came back and probably hurt him the most. I don't think he if, had. I don't think he. I think the only thing he didn't have control over, as far as the Lions go, Stafford was Stafford. And I do think, uh, and in Motor City Sports Talk said this too, and that's why I want. I, I kind of I've been waiting. You know, you know, coaches and GMs when they get fired, you know, they kind of disappear for a couple months and then they reappear, do an interview or something. I've been waiting on the interview because Bob Quinn, remember, because we picked in the top ten like three years in a row. Remember? I don't know if it was three years in a row, but yeah, what, what, what picks was he? Um, it was well, there was the year that it was the year that uh, Murray got drafted. And I think we was picking like eighth, and Murray was going first. Yeah, remember that? That was like 2018. Who did we get? Oh, we ended up getting TJ. But this was the thing. Remember, you, I don't know if you remember it. A lot of people didn't even pay attention to it. But TJ, hold on, I'm bugging now. I'm TJ who? Hawkinson, the tight end. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay, right. yeah, you got a brain. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, my mind is <laughs> Okay, I'm like, but remember, I, Bob Quinn and, did extraneous. He did. I don't even know if I said that word right. He did extraneous research and then they interviewed him right which was everybody who was picking in the top 10 kind of interviewed him then they went back they flew out they interviewed him while he was at they interviewed him while he was at the the you know the drills and stuff for the draft 
Mm-hmm. And then they flew out and interviewed him again. Cause that's remember we was picking in we was picking in the eighth. Mm-hmm. But of course Kyler was they they still hadn't said like if Kyler was gonna fall down because they was like if he don't go number one he's gonna fall out of the top ten. I think I I just have a hunch that Quinn wanted to not necessarily replace Stafford but I think he wanted to draft a quarterback and. I think the force was like, no, you better just stick to building this roster. And I also think Matt Patricia wasn't 100% sold on Stafford. Because I don't think so either. Because I never thought that. I didn't. I, I don't think. I don't think any coach would be. I'm telling you, bro. They talk. A lot of people talk nice about Stafford. Uh-huh. Real commendable dude, yep, man. Yep. But Gotta I don't be know if anybody. Correct. I don't know if anybody fears him. Nah. And this was the thing. This is how I know. This is how I know that Matt Patricia was not an idiot. I know for a fact he wasn't an idiot. And I know he it was just he just couldn't get he couldn't get what he needed out of these players. But this is the thing. I know he wasn't stupid. He put shackles. He put handcuffs just like just like when I don't know if people remember, but just like when Jim Caldwell got here. The Stafford's long ball, his deep ball disappeared because Jim Caldwell said that that's why he was throwing so many interceptions. If you notice, this year, Matt Patricia, he put shackles on their offense and told, told them not to let him air the ball out like that because he was afraid of the turnovers, I think. And that's why when he got fired, that's Bevel went just, he just let him loose. He just said, you go out and do what you want. Throw the ball, Matt Patricia ain't here no more. Yeah, definitely. Definitely made him look a little bit better, but the wins and losses ain't look better. Not at all. And that's what I was trying to tell people because it's people out here. That's gonna be my never my 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 thing with him too. What are you gonna do with Daryl Bevel? Because um he ain't gonna be the head coach. I don't want him to be the offensive coordinator either because, excuse me, y'all, if my breath is, I'm running out of breath, I'm out here doing my cardio. But um, <clears throat> he his offense was, that offense was 20th in the league this year. I didn't even think that. I thought we were like maybe 17th, 15th, and that offense was ranked 20th. That's the bottom half of the league. Yeah, but you know what everybody's gonna say. It was because Galladay. Yeah, but Galladay. Yeah, I know it. Crazy thing is, but, still got a number three is, top top five tight end who y'all don't even know how to use. My thing is like this, bro. I'm not see. I don't like entertaining that that talk. I don't even like entertaining Stafford coming back. So I'm definitely not going to entertain Bevel coming back. Like to me, it's just plain simple. Let. And I'm not even going to go on the side that he should take the job. I'm going to just talk to you about why he shouldn't because he just got rejected for the head coaching yep. job. He was just the interim coach. Yep. He feels like he should have been the head coach. So he feels – I guarantee you right now he's at he's in his house somewhere in Michigan talking to his wife, packing that stuff like, yeah. oh, we got to get up out of here. And you know what, too? I don't think he will – I don't think he going to mix good with Dan Campbell because, you know – I can look at Dan Campbell. I can look at it by his energy, his demeanor, and I can tell you right now, Dan Campbell ain't on no bitch. He ain't on no bitch shit. If you, nah. if you onto some funny stuff, which I definitely think Daryl Bevel got flaws in his character. Motor City Sport, uh, Sports Talk pointed out too. Daryl Bevel got flaws in his character. If y'all remember and pay attention, the first game he ever coached with the Lions. Matt Patricia was was crippled. He did, couldn't walk. He was in a cast. He called the timeout. Stafford had to play right. He called the timeout and then blamed it on Matt Patricia and said, well, offensive coordinators can't call timeouts. Then he called the timeout and then blamed it on Matt Patricia. And Matt Patricia took up for him. As you should. As you should, because I hired you. You up under me. Right. That's because I'm a leader. I'm the leader of the team. I got even Matt Patricia did that. And then check it. He did it again with Coons. Right. 
Remember, it was talks. Right. It was they was they was going back and forth about who they was gonna let be the 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 interim head coach because most people wanted it to be Coombs. Remember, because they said Coombs right. got the best unit on the team, and he did. And they, I would if I was if I was Sheila, if I was in that position, it would have been Coombs. It wouldn't have been Beverly. And then, but you know, they like they like the the Lions always like to play everything play it smart, politically play correct. Play correct. And then guess what? It it he took it, but it it. I think he rubbed people the wrong way in the building too. Right. I think he went on a power trip. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get this guy out of here. He's not gonna be here because he was. I think he was jealous. He was jealous, and I think he was having when they fired him. When they fired him over at, uh, people remember he got fired from the Seahawks, and was like, when they called the member in the Super Bowl, they asked him what happened with the play, instead of taking taking credit he said well every play goes through the head coaches the head coaches mic they know about every play that I call if they didn't like it why didn't they stop it mm. didn't even he couldn't even take responsibility because you didn't want Marshawn Lynch to win you y'all that Super Bowl as I, I, I said I don't entertain it I really don't see him coming back I don't see a lane for him to come Me, back I hope I hope not. And I don't think he's gonna get along with Brand um with Dan Campbell, because Dan Campbell, he he a tough dude. He's gonna let you know, look, this is my team. And that uh what you gonna call it? If I if I could choose it, who I would like to be OC, I guess right now I'll run with uh well, uh what's the dude that used to coach uh San Diego? Uh the, the black guy? Yeah, uh, Anthony Lynn. Okay, yeah, I did. I haven't. I can't really speak too much on the offensive coordinators because I haven't done my homework. Um, I know we just got the defensive coordinator. Um, I guess I'm. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about. Okay, that. and I think you know. I think you know a little bit more. Well, let's let's we will talk about that. But let's let's finish up. Let's wrap up on on uh, homes. Let's wrap it up. Let's Go wrap ahead. up on homes. Um, was it any more? I know we talked about we talked about um, you know the power structure. Um, they asked staff. They asked him a question about Stafford. You know, what are you going to do with Stafford? He gave he gave a good politically correct answer and said, you know, I think he's a great player. I like the way he plays. He's a great guy. Next mm-hmm. question: What were you mm-hmm. What were you feeling from that? Man, I was highly highly surprised. That he didn't say this is our guy, mm. and I'm happy, and I'm looking forward to you know starting my my uh, my career or my GM career off with him as my you know my quarterback. He, he my didn't guy. say I'm looking forward to working with him at all, at all. He, I ain't gonna lie, and I said this on the chat. I was on the chat on YouTube, right. um, and I was like, he Stafford's gone. He's gone. He gotta be, huh? With that, with, with that being said, he gotta be gone. Huh? What you think? Um, I like the answer. Of course, you know me. I always want to keep it real, so I would have been. Um, honestly, I probably would have liked it a lot better. Like he'd have been, he'd have had an A plus in my book if he would have been like, um, well, you know what? I like Stafford. I'm gonna call him and we'll talk about what he wants to do. Or I would have really loved it if he would have just been like, um. I'm looking to go in. <laughs> well, he can't. Of course, he can't do that. But um, I did like the answer because he didn't commit. I think it was safe for him to say it like that because <laughs> he can also, if, if Stafford was watching that, he can also look at it and say, hey, you know, we just didn't know what we were going to do at the moment. And then he can also say it, you know, like that because he was letting Stafford know, like, look, you're not penciled in here. Like, you know, we got to have some talks. And I think they, if they have some talks with Stafford, I think they might tell him, like, look, you can stay. But if we had an opportunity to draft somebody on our board, we're going to take it. Yeah. You're definitely looking for your successor. Yeah, we're, we're going to draft somebody. We're going to draft a quarterback. And he will be talented. Because every, every quarterback that's been drafted behind Stafford has not been talented. Right. Right. I don't know. I just felt like there's definitely something going on with Stafford, too. Like, Stafford, he might not be giving them the communication that they want. 
it's been a very long search. You see what I'm yeah. saying? And let, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Even Russell, even Russell Wilson expressed his concern over the offensive coordinator that he wants. Yeah. Right? Have you seen that report? I didn't. I, I did not. What what tell me about that? Russell Russell Wilson put out and he said he went to he went to the ownership and the front office and he says, Yo, I want input on who we pick for the next offensive uh, coordinator. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yep. Yeah, most definitely. All right. He did that for that. Deshaun Watson pretty much wants to leave Houston because of what? They didn't include him in nothing. So you're trying to tell me franchise quarterback been here 12, 13 years and you ain't had no input, no, no say. say on anything about the Detroit Lions in the last two, no three input. weeks. And that's what I was just about to say. Nigga, you that's gone. what I was just you about gone. to say. You didn't have any you didn't have an input on the coach. Um, they didn't ask you they didn't come ask you KK, is it what you think about Holmes? Let's, let's let you meet him first. That's why I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I'm I'm just gonna let this play out. But I've been hearing you for the last couple of days, like Stafford coming back. And I'm sitting here in my head, like, I, I don't see nothing of him coming back. He don't even have any kind of attachment to the to the front office during the whole new search for a, a GM. None. I was actually surprised by that. And I tell you what, we're going to hear because De, uh, Dan Campbell, he's going to get him introduced tomorrow. I'm not sure if his defensive coordinator is going to be introduced tomorrow, but he definitely is going to be introduced tomorrow as the head coach. And I think, you know, um, it probably, you know, what's tomorrow will be Wednesday. It probably take the rest of the you know, week to get comfortable with each other. And I think next week we'll be starting to hear, like, what's going on. Like, okay, we had a talk with Stafford, and we're going to ex- explore trades. But definitely something, something is brewing because you heard even. With that, guy, with that guy Stafford, they better off just not saying nothing. Keep it politically correct. Don't say nothing. Well, you heard. He that type. He kind of Stafford kind of funny, bro. If I was them, I told you the best thing to do with Stafford is play everything politically correct, sweep everything under the rug. Don't look like you're doing nothing with him. And then one day when you wake up, you open up the paper, he gone. That's the best thing you could do well, with Stafford. I think he he. No, 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 no. Go ahead, finish. He don't. I don't think he'll uh, that well. To say, oh yeah, I want to be on the trading block or put me on the trading block. He don't, he don't seem like that kind of person. You know what I mean? He want everything to be kind of discreet. You know what I mean? And, and and as an organization, we owe him that. If that's what he want, he want to make it real like he had nothing to do with it and it was just us. And all right, cool, bro. You see, I, I, you see the direction where I'm talking yeah, about, I see right? You. I hear what you're saying. Like, and I, I think. I think we're going to hear some anyway because I definitely think it's going to be some teams that reach out. I think it's going to be a few teams. Yeah, but you ain't going to hear but you ain't going to hear about. No, nah, I, I don't you are not I don't think it's going to be not I don't think happening. it's going to be no big drawn out, you know, complicated thing, but um I think it's definitely going to be some some um some some teams that call them with offers already like, "Hey, listen, we're calling about Stafford and I think they can kind of will go from there." And also, um I know it's a couple well, it's about two months away, but Stafford, uh, he's due for a, bon- a roster bonus. I think it's like March 13th or March 19th. So if mm-hmm. he's still on the roster, when he gets that bonus, if if he's – it's like a $10 million bonus, right? So if right. he's here and he gets it, if he's still on the roster, his, his cap hit will then go to like $35 million or $29 million opposed to $18 million, $19 million. I'm, I'm- – I'll be honest, bro. If I'm a, if I'm a team that needs a quarterback, and there's a bunch of them out yeah, there right it now. Is. If I'm one of them guys, um, he put all this stuff in the office today, right? Who? Uh, home. Home. Yeah, he came and got familiar with the office. I mean, this is first day. I'm just, I'm being funny. I'm being. Oh funny. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Holmes put Holmes put all this stuff in the office yep. today, right? He set up his. They set up his internet. He got his computer going yep, by the night. His phone number. If I'm one of the, if if I'm one of them other franchises that that really wanted Matthew Stafford, calling today, huh? I'm putting out the, I'm 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 putting, no, I'm calling them all morning, probably around like 10, 10 11 o'clock. Yeah, I'm time. telling, and I'm just, and I'm saying, hey, I'm interested, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, I'm interested. 
hey, congratulations on the new job. Just want to let you know I'm interested on Stafford if the price right. is right. I'm t- and I, I think too because I heard I heard one of the radio guys and then what from what I seen from Adam Scheffner. Hope I'm saying his name right. But what I seen from Adam was basically the word that he now you know if it came from Adam then you know what this it's been been told to him and he ain't gonna say nothing about it unless it's true. Um, you know, he said he knows for a fact that Stafford doesn't want to go through. Uh, I've been saying quote, that for months. Unquote, you know, let's restart type of thing. Um, I've been so saying that I for think months. He'll, he'll look stupid to go he, through a just, new, uh, a just, new st- just like Dan Orlowski said. I think Dan Orlowski kind of being quiet about it. But you even seen Dan kind of throw some jabs in there too. As soon as the Watson news got got leaked out and it was got real big and hot. He said he he said these are the only this was like six teams. He's like these are the only teams that shouldn't be calling, making a call for Watson right now. And Detroit wasn't one of them, and that came from Dan Orlovsky. Then you remember Dan said, "Hey, um, it's over. It's been twelve years. I mean, that's it. He should be out of there. Right. Like he should be trying to go somewhere else. And that's you know at first I wasn't I wasn't taking it too much into account. But then when I sat down and started thinking about it, I'm like, man. He would have to be the biggest loser to stay here. You know what I'm saying? He had to, hell the yeah, he had to be the dumb, the biggest loser to be like, yeah, I'm getting ready to. Um... The biggest loser in the yeah. world, bro. If he commits to Detroit after this year, to this year and after, you're, you're just loser. a loser. And, and 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 on top of that, you didn't have any input. You're a franchise yep. quarterback. You are the supposedly the he, franchise. He knows. You got to know. You didn't have any input on saying, hey, this is the GM that I want. This is the coaching staff. This you ain't have none of that, and you still yeah. want to stay? Yeah, you, you just here for the checks, brother. Just, just the, the checks and the passing. And, and I, I was even thinking about this the other day. You know, a lot of people, they be saying, well, Stafford has the stats. And when they say stats, they really need to say stat because it's only passing yards. And my thing with passing yards is – the the I mean you can have five thousand passing yards in a game, but if you only got one touchdown, two touchdowns to show for it, I mean how much I mean, how much do they really matter? The object is to have touchdowns. So why isn't he good in the red zone? Right, but you know we gonna wrap up the uh, Brad Holmes situation, and 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 a lot of it as you can tell viewers. It has to deal with the Matthew Stafford stance, man. We're very passionate about Maddie. And, and you know, if Maddie was sitting right next to me, I'll say the same thing, but I'll let him know, man. It's it's a lot more of me wanting you to go it's, somewhere. I would, I would tell as much as I'm – because I, I, I wish people could see my past Twitter where I was the biggest Stafford guy. I would take up for this guy. People would be telling me, people from other teams – Stafford's garbage. He's trash. You know what I'm saying? And I would be telling them, like, listen, <laughs> it's just a team. And, and if Stafford was next to me, I would tell him, listen, bro, I want to win, all right? And you know what I'm saying? I'm just being keeping it greasy with you. I mean, you should want to win too. You're not going to win a Super Bowl in Detroit. It's clear. You're not going to win a Super Bowl in Detroit. That should be the end-all, be-all. If you're not going to win a Super Bowl somewhere, I'm not going to say he's not going to win a Super Bowl in Detroit because he could go somewhere, leave, and come back in like three, four, five years and right, be on could. top. But you – but you're not going to get us to not going to get us to where we I mean, it's been 12. You have given hopefully you've done and given all you can give and do. You know what I'm saying? So at this point, it's just like if it would be for me too. LeBron had LeBron stayed in Cleveland, man, he would have waited so many years to get a championship. If LeBron didn't stay in Cleveland, stayed in Cleveland, it would have been the biggest mistake of his career. Staying there, right? Because the organization wasn't right. committed to winning like he was. And if you, Kevin Durant, if Kevin Durant didn't leave OKC, he would never have a championship. He would still be there right. with Westbrook, sharing the ball. Sometimes you gotta go. Sometimes you gotta go to where it's you gotta solid. do. You and gotta do. Whole, and that's my whole thing. That's my whole thing about Stafford. It's just like. Yo, bro, go somewhere where it's solid, man. It's not solid here yet. We want to make it solid. But you're not the person. Like, you got to go. He got to go somewhere where the concrete is already laid out. And he gets to stand over there. It's still, we still putting it down over here, man. 
We've been putting it down forever. It ain't never well, I got two right. things. Oh, go ahead. But, no, I just hope to get right now, but it, I, I don't want him to go through the whole wet right. pavement shit. And, I, and I'm, I'm you know saying I, mean? I got two I got two things to say, really. Uh, from earlier, I meant to say that I heard also on a radio station, you know, I be calling and talking to Doug and Gator. Shout out to 97.1. Um, I called and he said, Doug said that Stafford didn't want to be the guy to groom a quarterback. So I think if they have plans on drafting a guy, I don't think Stafford wants to be here because Doug said, you know, he don't he doesn't want to be the guy to be like a Brett Favre and, you know, kind of train this guy up. And then you take over my, you know, you take over my team and I go somewhere else. He didn't really want that. So I think if they have plans on drafting a quarterback, he probably out. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 we discussed it. I'm telling you, I'm going to keep with my then, word, man. Your boy is gone. Your then, boy is gone. I've been saying two, this for months. This is why I have so much respect for Watson, because you just signed a contract. You just signed an $111 million contract with, with, with no trade clause. And then as soon as you came to your realization, hey, look, listen, these guys is getting ready to ruin my career. They're getting ready to, they're getting ready to build me a trash team, and I ain't never going to win. I'm out. That's why I got so much respect for them because the loyalty is gone when it comes to me winning and, and, and losing. And, and that's why I like Watson. And that's why I don't think Watson will probably come to Detroit not no because he's looking at Detroit like it's not the same old lines. Yeah, obviously, he, we just got I, rid of he, got rid of Quinn. We got rid of Quinn. We got rid of Patricia. It's not the same line. But again, but at the same time, I don't want to put myself in a position like I like I just said with Stafford, where the where the pavement is wet. You know what I mean? We just put the cement down. We don't know if it's stable or not. You know what I mean? We don't know if it's going to exactly. fall through or and not. Then, oh, so, so, no, I'm just saying. So, if I'm watching, I'm kind of like, hey, nice moves y'all made over there. It's look good. But I, I appreciate go y'all for calling They out know where they're going. I think with, the thing with Watson is he got an NBA, he got an NBA contract. So, he, he's in charge. He has the power over them. You know what I'm saying? He has a no trade clause. So, even if they try to get, you know, if they try to, you know, shit on them and be like, all right, well, we're going to send you to a Detroit or we're going to send you to the Dolphins and he don't want to go there. He say, oh, I'm not, I'm not reporting. Okay. And I'm also not lifting my trade clause. So y'all still got to find me another, y'all going to have to find, you're going to take something. You know what I'm saying? Like they can't just right. send him to Detroit. They got to work. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, they yeah. got to work with him. Like that. And, and all these guys are going to work with everybody. Like the Lions is going to work with Stafford. Like the Lions ain't, the Lions could probably get the best. Probably ain't gonna send them to a and from, just like they. And they again, gonna, just yeah. well, shout out to ninety-seven point one because they just be. I don't know why a lot of people don't like ninety-seven point one, but a lot of people don't like the truth. So shout out to them. But they said the same thing. Like, listen, so a caller called in and said, "Well, I don't want to send staff to the Texans because, you know, it's a shit. You know, it's a shit uh, shit crash there." And you know, Doug was like, "I don't care where he goes." Like when you leave the when you leave right. the Lions, I don't care. I'm trying to win, but the four you right the Fords are not going to do that to him. You know what I'm saying? And Texas Hill, Stafford will run. He should. To the That's Texas what his family after after leaving. Yeah, he'll run to the not just that, just the organization within itself. Like you just came from the Lions, like you'll run to the they Texas. Treat him, I, they treat him so good. Because, yeah. And, and, and it's, it's where yeah, his from. family's there. He won't have like, to hear about his wife complaining that they don't have family. They don't have. I think that's it's actually a perfect. I think it place, is too. Man. But I, 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 I would love, I would love for Watson to, uh, you know, maybe think about the optimism I, of being I, I a hope Detroit he, Lion I hope right he do now. Too. I don't. I you know, <laughs> I would love it. Yeah, I think. I think me personally, I, I ran this through my head over and over. I think that's a perfect trade, man. Uh, and and I just, but like I said, it's just about watching and how he feels about coming to Detroit right now. But if I'm him, and maybe I'm just speaking because I'm a Lions fan, but I, I think there's a lot of optimism, man. I think that this is a good time. If you're going to join the Lions ever, 
right now yeah, with the time. And that's man. the thing. If you're a quarterback that's like him, I think it might be one of the perfect places for him because he's still young. The guy is what, maybe 24, 25? So he's still got his thing is like this. But look, look, look. His thing like this with Watson, right? Is obviously he wants to have a relationship with the ownership, right? He wanna have a say, them, which right? he should be the quarterback. What, what, but what franchise is going to give him? I think, I think any, I think any of them, I think any quarterback, I mean, any team right now that's needing a quarterback and probably most that ain't, I, I, but I tell you, I put it to you like this. I can't see, uh, let's go Josh Allen, right? Say Josh Allen, offensive coordinator takes a head coach position somewhere. I don't see the organization with him being their star, him being their, that's their guy. They drafted him. That's their guy. I don't see them hiring a guy. Without them talking to him about it, without him meeting him, asking him what he plans to do with him, I don't see it. So I think when you have, especially when you got a talent like Watson, to me, Watson is a top four, top five quarterback. Um, and I think any organ, I think New England would. I think as, 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 as brutal as they can be, I think New England would um, let them have say. Hmm. Uh, that's interesting. I, yeah, I doubt think it. they would even. I, I mean, I don't know if they would change out the office of coordinators for him, but I think they would ask him and 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 and, and go and, and try to build an offense around him. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think he would have that with Detroit too. I think Detroit would love to get a, and he should love to, to thought about coming here to say, "Hey, I can go to this place that's never won before. I got." Is he? Is he? I'm sorry to interrupt you. But is he um was he only really coached by uh Bill O'Brien? Um, um yeah. who was, was was that his only his only coach in the NFL? Uh, I think I think I so. so. It's either that or he came either that or Bill O'Brien came a year later. I think because he got drafted, he didn't make the Pro Bowl that year, and then I think it came a year later. Yeah, I think it was a year later. Wow, what did you? But majority. Well, Bill O'Brien. What Bill O'Brien is uh, what? Bill, what <laughs> Bill O'Brien ain't doing nothing right now. He at home. Um, he could. He actually. He. I always thought he was a a, a great. No, that's the thing. Mind. He had him rolling and clicking over there, and then I think he just got on this power trip. Like they were a good team, like the Houston. How come we? I'm not, well, the reason why I say that is like why we nobody. I think because I think. Uh, oh, oh yeah. I, I, I must say, I think because of that very reason. I think people just don't want. Or did he go to the college? He went to the college ranks. Right. He might have had to. I you know, a lot so. of times when you, you sometimes you got to go to the college mm-hmm. ranks in order to get your name back up, get your game. Like which I think Dale Bevel should do. Go, go, go to college. You know, find <laughs> you somebody who can be up under you. You know what I'm saying, and get your name right. Because right now I'm looking at Dale Bevel and his name. His reputation for me right now, yeah, he do got a Super Bowl, but his his decision making to me is garbage. Right, right, right. And uh, and and that offense wasn't hard to it, to, to it, that. I'm talking about that Seattle one. That hard, that wasn't hard to be a coordinator for. And that's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. See, the thing is, and, and that's why I didn't want Selah, because that's the same thing the 49ers dudes was telling me. Like all my 49er peoples. Same thing with Bevel. See, Bevel, yeah, he won a Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator, but that offense was, it, it was, offense it was, stout was already, already put together. Like me and you, me and you could have been an offensive coordinator and won a Super Bowl, bro. Like they ready, they was ready to ball. You got Marshawn, you got Russell, who else they had? Go and take right yep. in that Golden State. Uh yeah, so, they, did. they had a squad over there and they had the defense too. But only thing, only thing yeah. I, I take different with Selah is, yeah, Selah has some – he got some talented players over there, but all them dudes got hurt this year. All them dudes missed time, and he still was a top – and I, even if he would have failed, like – because they was – I think there was a top five defense last year. Even if they would have failed to, like, the top 15 defense, I'd have been like, okay, because he got all those guys over there that's hurt, missing crucial time, kind of like a Kenny Galladay situation. And, I mean, anybody know when you got Richard Sherman, he's not going to play. Richard Sherman ain't going to play 16 games. You already know that when you get him. Like, right. he's not going to play 16 games. Hopefully he can be here in the playoffs when I really need him. But he's not going to play 16 games. And um, 
he they, those them them boys over there still still was going hard. I I tell you like this. I tell you like this. Shanahan is such yes. an offensive guru. I question anybody that he has mm. being a defensive coordinator because he's a such an offensive guru. He has he has to partake a lot in the defensive scheme. You feel me? Because anybody that knows that much offense that he knows, they must know what, 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 what just same as much. I think same with Andy Reid. Andy Reid, and I think that's why that's why I be trying to tell people, especially in the quarterback position, you gotta be like Philip Rivers is not a super talented guy, but Philip Rivers can piece your defense apart. Like as he's watching the game, this like with Brady. Like you might come out strong against Brady in the first half, but by the time he come out for the third quarter, he's gonna have your defensive scheme figured out. It might catch his, it might take his team and his coordinator and his coaches to get it right, but Brady has already figured out your scheme. You know what I'm saying? Your your motives. And um I think that's one of the things with Shanahan. And I think that's why I think he even made the Dan Quinn offense or defense, I'm sorry look a little bit better than it did. Because as soon as he left, it was like, that team just went to garbage. They just went to garbage. It was like they just went to garbage. <laughs> and and that's why I like that's why I really put an emphasis on the head coach because uh Pete Carroll, he just he's he's a guy who seems like he's constantly tinkering and changing around. Like if he sees this is not working, he's tinkering it and changing it around. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you have to do. In order to be the head coach which I hope Dan, uh, you know, Dan Campbell, like I said, I'm going to give him this. I'm going to be behind him, but I hope he's a guy that knows how to uh, – he actually came up under up under some good coaches too, but I hope he knows how to – yeah, he came up under Who, some Dan good – Who, Dan Campbell? Yeah. Oh, that's my guy right now, bro. So I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with I'm Dan, I'm hoping man. that he, Dan, he learns God. how to – because we don't make any changes. We don't tinker. And that same thing with Daryl Bevel. Like, we don't tinker. Even if you can see in the first quarter, right – you can see AP is not really taking off. His burst is not there. And then you let Swift come in and Swift, his first run, he get a good 15-yard run. And then you don't run him again until the third quarter. It's like abuse was good. Look and see what's, what's not working and what's working. Right, a right. We time. haven't had that in a long we didn't, we didn't even have it when, when – and that's why I was in favor of him being fired too. But we didn't even have it when Jim Caldwell was here. You know, and that's why I was exactly. in favor of him. We I was didn't. definitely in favor of him getting fired. But that kind of shows me. But I, I'll be honest with you, I, we haven't had it the whole time. Stafford that's true. In the quarterback, that's true. And that might that and that might be a that might be saying, you know, Stafford has a lot to say. I don't know. See, one thing, and you always pointed out something with Stafford, and I, I don't know. He he could be covering up because he's a nice guy, but he might be really controlling, like. He might be telling offensive coordinator, or they might be reading his his thing like, "Oh, we can't do this too yeah. much. Stafford's gonna get upset. We can't run it too much because Stafford's about yeah. to go crazy come, over I here. mean, come on now. They, they're, they're, what's the guy that nobody like? Uh, Carlos Menares. He's from the Detroit. He, everybody know Carlos Menares. If you're a Detroit Lions fan, you know Carlos Menares. He said it. He said, "Listen, when Jim Caldwell got here, Jim Caldwell wanted to draft and put competition behind Stafford." He wanted to put fire up under Stafford, and Stafford complained like, "No, like, what are y'all drafting quarterbacks for if I'm y'all guy?" Remember? And they was that's when Stafford. This was like right before Stafford got like that first extension. Like it was time for him to get the extension, and the fours didn't want to lose him. Like they didn't have no other option at quarterback. They was they was really like feeding into everything. Then remember this: they brought over Joe Lombardi from. Uh, from the Saints, when they asked him to, to break down his system, he said it's pretty much exactly like the Saints' offense. Stafford didn't want to run the ball. He didn't. Stafford didn't want to hand the ball off. Mm. He didn't like. Then remember, he said when Lombardi first got fired, he said they asked him what went wrong. He said, "I I don't understand. I simplified the off the playbook as much as I could possibly simplify it." And I don't know where it went wrong. Then he see, remember at first he said Stafford had a hard time reading defenses. And then Stafford's wife came out and she made a big fuss and hoopla. 
But yeah, he came out and said Stafford didn't know how to read defenses, and he don't. He can't read defenses good. Then I can't. And everything, yeah, I remember a lot of stuff. Joe, uh, Joe then, and Brody check it. Up remember this, this? This how I know Stafford. He wasn't no fan of Caldwell. This is under Caldwell is when he had his most wins, right? He when 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 they. When Bob Quinn came in, I think he asked Stafford, like, how do you feel about Caldwell? And I think he was like, not he probably didn't say these words, but he probably was like, fuck him. But check it, check this though. Jim Bob Cooter, he banged his foot. He banged his hand on the desk for Jim Bob Cooter. So if you my dude, I'm gonna put I'm going in. That's just like if somebody offered me, they'd be like, hey, you know what? We heard you and we wanna um we wanna offer you a podcast. You know, and then we're going to put you with this guy. How do you feel about him? I'm going to be like, well, bring in my guy. You know, if you want to put me on a podcast, bring in my guy. You know what I'm saying? Bring bring my dude in who I'm comfortable right. with, who I've been who I've been doing and getting down with. You know what I'm saying? Stafford was like, nah, bring somebody. Bring somebody in. Just keep Jim Bob Cooter. He ain't never came out and, like, he ain't never came out and, like, boasted about a coach. But he did with Jim Bob Cooter because Jim Bob Cooter allowed him to throw the ball as much as he wanted to. And what's crazy, the crazy stat is the run game under Jim Bob Cooter was actually picking up the year that they the year that they fired him, 2018, when when uh Carrion Johnson had just got uh drafted. The run game, Carrion, right. if I'm not mistaken, he had like two, three or four games that season with hundred yards. Or somewhere in like the nineties of uh, yards running rushing, you know what I'm saying? I definitely believe right. Stafford is a right. I mean, I ain't gonna you know I ain't gonna say he a problem starter, but I definitely believe he got some type of hold mm-hmm. on that that brass in there. Hello. Oh. 